How are how are you ladies doing today? How are you doing today, um, Stacey? Um, I'm good. I'm good, Ezra. Thank you for having uh, having us. Well, thank you, thank you. Um, first of all, tell me um, a little bit about how you got involved in this wonderful project um, and directing the series, and what you know what started the involvement in the train rolling, and just how we got here today. <laughs> um, well, Shale and I uh, had just wrapped. Um, we're working or finishing the Black Church series, and then, like in true Professor Gates fashion. He's ready to roll out the next one. Um, and when he rolled this one out to us, we were like, yeah, you know, telling a story that is really not so focused on the struggle, not so focused on, you know, injustices, but one that's kind of taking a step back, or in this case, taking a step behind the veil and seeing it about the spaces, the places, the, the people, the communities, the organizations, the businesses that were formed for us by us, either resulting from, you know, not being allowed to participate or just evolving because we're just some creative, innovative Black folks. So. <laughs> what was the most um, challenging thing about like directing it and, and seeing it through your viewpoint and what, what message were you ultimately trying to um, convey? Like what message did you want the people to gain? Shayla, well, well, I can jump in. Um, so I think the, the hardest part of the project was certainly doing it in the middle of the pandemic. I think mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people probably are over it, but uh, you know, we were doing this project in, in 2020 and a lot of 2021 um, when people were still isolating from each other, when there weren't any vaccines, when um, there were no boosters. Um, so trying to figure out how to do production and how to be in the same space with everyone in a way that's safe and connected um, was a challenge. And I think, you know, it led to us coming up with some creative solutions about how to get um, Professor Gates, um, also known as Skip, um, integrated into the series. And so trying to find spaces where he could be with folks and, and leaning into these spaces that sort of represent um, these all black spaces that we we're talking about in the series. So, you know, getting him in a barber shop with some folks or getting him at a rent party or at a literary society or at, at a welcome table um, was a way to kind of like counteract um, the pandemic, but also to underscore like elements of our series um, that we thought were really important to, to highlight. And this is a question for like each of you, Stacey and Shayla, like what, what was like your most memorable moment in the process of directing and filming? Like what was your most memorable moment for you? Oh, um, we both will say many. Um, and I, I would say just the, the, whether it was the literary societies, um, the barbershop, um, I'll let Shayla speak on the rent parties and the welcome <laughs> table at Weeksville. But I think, you know, the whole idea behind the series is really kind of, again, you know, emphasized behind the veil, you know, these, you know, what are people saying, what are they talking about in these circles and just being able to kind of create or recreate that with, um, with Skip, with, you know, whether it was with his friends or whether it was with, you know, people that had a certain, um, you know, discipline that could speak to, whether it was fashion, whether it was entrepreneurship, um, and, and they just vibed, you know, it was just like, you know, literally just, you could just be like a fly in the wall and just take it all in just, you know, and especially, you know, let Shale talk about 
Yeah. <laughs> rent yeah, party. This idea of like recreating this rent party, you know, I think about like when my when I was growing up, like my family played like a mean game of spades and they were playing records in the background and they were talking smack and sharing, caring, talking about their day. And um, you know, that's a lot of what these spaces were for. There's not a lot actually happening other than just like black people enjoying each other and laughing and having a good time and affirming each other in that way. And so being able to recreate that in these in these rent parties or in these barbershops, I think even for the people that we collected for that, that those moments were like at the end of the day, like exchanging cards and being like, oh my God, this is great. I had a, like a really great time. So for us, you know, that was like really the essence of what the series is about, but also to have that actual experience in real life was like, oh, we're, we're really onto something. Yeah, I was I was just gonna ask like how did how did it feel to have like that experience of like you're seeing other people interact and has have this camaraderie and here you are like engaging it and creating like your own sense of camaraderie, um, not only for yourselves and just enjoying the moment, but like how that actually plays out in the reality of life and what other people will see and gain from it. I mean, I think what made it even more special. Um, was the fact that we were in the middle of a pandemic. And I think just that for me just was like, oh, I miss that, you know? And I think it just solidified and affirmed how much these spaces and how much these communities, um, these, you know, organizations, they, they really matter. You know, people coming together for a common, not even a cause, but just coming together, you know, <laughs> said, you know, just and just being in each other's presence and just, you know, you're not talking politics, you're just talking about life, you're talking about love, you're talking about your joy, you're talking about your hurts, your heartaches. Um, and I think just for anything this series and just filming it and being in those moments, um, I really cherished it. It was like, I got to see Shayla, like not on a screen, you know, <laughs> I got to interact with my other, you know, team members, not on a screen. <laughs> so that was that made it, I think, even more special and makes it even more important that these organization spaces exist. Um, I would like to say that I personally like absolutely love the, the, the title of the series. Um, and so my question for both you, um, Stacey, and you as well, Shayla, is like, um, what does the title mean to you and how does it resonate with each of you? That's a good one. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not just the Marvin Gaye song. <laughs> Whatever your generational reference for Through the Grapevine. Um, well, for me, I think it, it really does come down to these, these networks and um, these ways of tapping into these um, spaces where people know you without having to explain anything. Like, I, I mean, I just think about even the fact that um, all of the jobs, most of the jobs that I've gotten in journalism or in, in filmmaking have been through a network of Black people. <laughs> you know, the National Association of Black Journalists, uh, you know, helped me get like my first real job in journalism. And so these things really exist. It really is a thing that like has helped people not just survive, racism or counteracting white supremacy or any of those other things, but actually thrive. And so um, I think for me, that's what through the grapevine really means that it is this thing, like I can hear about this information, I can trust it because it's coming from these people who like, you know, I can trust to be kind of honest with me. Um, 
So yeah, that's what, that's what it means to me. Um, for me, I'll say I went to historically black college, um, at Diller university, in new Orleans. And for me, it's like family, you know, that network is people. We are from different parts of the country. We all have graduated many years ago, <laughs> and, <laughs> but if something happens to one, you know, we will hear about it. We will reach out something, you know, life-changing that may affect someone's life on a not so positive level, but that just that grapevine of just like, Hey, you know, did you hear about so-and-so? And this is not about gossiping. This is about supporting. And this is about right. how we can, you know, lift each other up. So, um, and I feel like too, that grapevine as an HBCU graduate extends to all HBCUs. I feel like we're all kind of cousins, you know, if you went to, you know, FAMU, you know, doesn't matter if you're rivals with, you know, I forgot who the rival is, but I'll just say Howard Hampton, you know what I mean? Howard Hampton, you know, the HU, you know, debate, um, you know, but it's still that connective. And, you know, and I'll just say this one example is that when we were looking to, for this one sequence for um, um, fraternity sororities, I reached out to my network, that was a great vine. And I was like, hey, I need, you know, someone who's a member of, you know, Sigma Gamma Rho, someone who's a member of, you know, Alpha Phi Alpha, et cetera. So that's what it means. Um, and the very, very last question is like, how important is it, I mean, especially during this day, this time and age with everything going on, how important is it to stay um, connected and for these networks to continue to, as um, Shayla said, to thrive? <laughs> Sorry, there's construction in the background, but um, <laughs> I <laughs> overcoming. We're <laughs> um, I, mean, I, think, I think especially in a moment. I think not just in a moment we're emerging from a pandemic where you know people have felt isolated. People have like had fractured communities and probably need to be reaffirmed in a lot of ways to get over that trauma that I think we've all kind of experienced and, and find connection. But I also think in this moment where there is this sort of pushback on how people are being educated about our history and what is American history, um, you know, I think a series like this is really important to kind of fill in the gaps of those like hidden history and to learn about um, folks who are the unsung heroes who are not the sort of like great men of history that we constantly hear about, but that there is this whole, you know, network of community and um, leaders who have been pushing the community forward and supporting it in ways that are not um, obviously um, deemed as leadership. And I think that's an important lesson for, you know, everyone to be taking away, not just you know, African-Americans, but certainly anybody who considers themselves American to, to understand this history as well. Well, thank you so very much, um, Stacy and Shayla for your time. I greatly appreciate you taking this time to do the interview with the F-State Magazine. And I look forward to seeing more from um, the two of you. Thank you so much. All right, Ezra, what time, what does the F stand for? We just have been asking. Fashion, stands for fashion. Thanks for watching the F-State TV. For more information, subscribe and keep connected.